Hi, welcome to Stardust Records, a Star Wars podcast. I'm Sabi, and I'm here with my co-host Linz. And this week we have a fun episode for you guys. We'll be playing a game. <laughs> Do you know the game, Linz? Even though we talked about it. Uh, yes. So we're going to be basically randomly matching up Star Wars characters. So we made like this generator. We added a bunch of Star Wars character names, or Sabi did so kindly. And we're going to generate a name and that's going to be the master, I think. And then we'll generate another name and that will be the Padawan. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do random master Padawan matchups. Yes, pairings and see uh, what kind of funny or cool or inspiring combinations we get and kind of talk about them. So we thought we'd do just a a nice little fun game episode for you. All right. I'm sharing a screen with Lens that shows the wheel. It has over 60 names. I feel like any name you can think of from Star Wars is probably on the list. Mm -hmm. All right, let's kick it off. Where's our first master? Okay, so (gasps) first master we got was Quinlan Vaz. Which I feel like is a good start. That's a good start. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. This one, oh, this one, well, we got Jocasta <laughs> new, which I feel like I can't imagine Quinlan Voss being the master to Jocasta new. I feel like it should be the other way around. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think that like Jocasta, and you might correct me if I'm wrong or if you know, but I feel like she's always kind of in the archives. So she hasn't like gotten out to explore. Yeah. So I feel like if Quinlan kind of took the master role for a little while mm-hmm. or in a universe where he's older than her or mm-hmm. something like that, I feel like he could uh, show her all the places that she's heard about and learned about in the archives, like yeah. and take her out on adventures. And like she could teach him, I guess, or be like, oh, I read about that. And he's like, yes. And now this is that. And then mm-hmm. he could like show her what it's like to be out in the galaxy in a world where she hasn't been out very much. <laughs> I also feel like his psychometry or psychometry is like a good learning tool, especially for mm. a librarian or an archivist. Yes. So. yes. So they'd be a good pair. I feel like that's a good pair. And they're both in the same era. So I suppose we are yeah. starting off strong. Our next one, we got Ahsoka as the master. Ooh. So we're still in the same prequel era. And rebel <laughs> and we got scuba stuff as the Padawan. <laughs> okay but this is this is fun this is fun because is fun. i think that <laughs> this kind of reminds me of cal and scuba that's um, true like ahsoka and cal are are similar in some ways um i think that i think that Ahsoka would be a good sounding board for Scuba. So like Scuba's like telling her all these things and she's like and she kind of explains the deeper meanings of his stories to him. Yeah. You know, she's like, but have you thought about it this way? Yeah. You know, it sounds like your adventures in your life mean that you're like this and and you can learn from these things that you experienced. And Scuba would just be like, Yeah, I gotta go catch fish. <laughs> Yeah, she would somehow turn the act of catching fish into a serene learning experience for him, especially because when he tells some of his stories, it's not aggressive, but it's like there's a roughness behind it. So maybe mm-hmm. she'll be like, find your inner peace. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And and like any good master Padawan relationship, I think that the Padawan can teach the master as much as the master can teach the Padawan sometimes. That's, so That's so true. There's a lot of moments where I feel like 
master padawan is always a two-way street rather than a teacher-student situation. So our next master is Baze Malbus. Yes. And for our padawan, ooh, we got Padme. That's an interesting mix. That's a really interesting mix. Oh, I think that they would have a lot of good discussions about, like, the politics in the galaxy. Me too. Because I know Padme has, like, a good... I think that she has a a very... She has a clear idea of, like, the reality of, you know, the galaxy and the, the struggles that individuals face but she also was like born a queen basically or she became a queen yeah and so she's kind of like looking at these things from a privileged position and I think that Baze would have a similar uh sense of injustice like in the galaxy but he's lived a different life than her and so I think that he could impart some knowledge to her that or some realities to her that maybe she didn't fully grasp and um, also, like, yeah, I don't know. As in a master Padawan situation. Yeah, that makes total sense. I also think she would give him some fashion advice. Yes. Okay, so for our next master, we got Axel Greylark. Oh, yeah. my. Butchered the spelling of his name, but sorry. No, Axel. you didn't. No, you did it. That was exactly right. Oh, Okay. <laughs> For his Padawan, we got Elzar, man. <laughs> well, you know Axel and I know Elzar, so. Okay, what is Axel like? so Axel is very impulsive. I-, I would say impulsive. He's very about himself, but when it comes down to it, like when he's backed into like, like he does have a sense of um, right and wrong, I guess. Like he does experience guilt and shame and there's times where he like rises above his selfishness to like be what he needs to be or what he should be and there's times where he fails so I think that he has a good idea of like the struggle of like an inner struggle with himself like Mm -hmm. he's experienced that he's like he's uh caved to his selfishness and he's risen above it so I think that meeting somebody else that might have a similar struggle or face a similar struggle like he could impart wisdom to them about that and be like I understand but you know what I'm saying yeah I understand how you're feeling I I feel like that's almost exactly Elzar like almost to the T because there's there's so many moments where Elzar I, I wouldn't say Elzar like is selfish in any way like he's obviously made mistakes and I I wouldn't say the decisions he's made are selfish but I would say that they are like spur of the moment decisions that he does he doesn't regret later but he learns from them Mm -hmm. I feel like this would be a good pairing wow I think it would too because it Axel technically is older or he is older than Elzar and I'm sure in the rea- in you know reality of the situation, Axel is probably dead by the time Elzar is alive. But mm-hmm. um, if we're thinking of like Axel as you know an elderly or older man like teaching a younger or you know middle aged Elzar, like mm-hmm. I think that I think that he could definitely impart knowledge to him about that or or sympathize and then be like, you know, 
don't know. I think, I think he would definitely have some words of wisdom for him. And also like, if it was a true like master Padawan situation, like you could almost say Elzor like picks up stuff from Axel. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? His, like his how like Ahsoka, picked, yeah, like how Ahsoka picked up some stuff from Anakin and Anakin was like a little bit on the edge, you know, like kind of similar in that situation, I guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. That's a good pairing. This is a good pairing. I don't, I don't know anything about Axel, but I, by what you described, there were some things where I was like, that's almost exactly how I describe Elzar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's go with our next one. It's spinning. Ooh, we got Dedra Miro. Ooh. We haven't gotten any doubles so far. There's so many names that I don't yeah. know if we will. Um, and her Padawan is Sienna Reed. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was going to hit her again because they're right next to each other. That is, that's a match made in Imperial he- Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I, and it's something I could totally see happening in a different like Me universe. Too. You know, like Dedra sort of like picking off Sienna from like, the navy and being like she would make a good apprentice and like taking her under her wing and i think that sienna has the qualities like character qualities to become a mini dedra and i i'm sorry sienna re fans like i love her too but i do feel like sienna could have definitely gone that way maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know if you agree with me or not but like i feel like she could become a mini dedra in a different universe I, I do agree, especially the last half of Lost Stars after she gets into the accident and they take her mm-hmm. sister's bracelet away. I, I definitely 100% think that that would be her her villain era. So, so I know this is like Master Padawan like Jedi pairings, but I feel this one is a little bit more uh, dark side leaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, I feel like the this master Padawan thing could also be just master and apprentice or uh, teacher or yes. student. I don't know. This is this is a really. Good, I actually circled it. Yeah, this one's great. <laughs> I was like, good <laughs> job. Uh, random spin the wheel generator. Okay, let's do the next one. I also feel like Dedra would. Going back to it, <laughs> Dedra would um like they're both girls in power essentially because sienna became a captain right mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I feel like there would be a lot of um girl power talk i guess like uh encouragement mm-hmm. from dedra to sienna or maybe even the other way around at some point i, I don't know i feel like this one's good so yeah for our next master, we got Trilla, also known as Second Sister. Oh, <laughs> for Apprentice, we got Lando Calrissian. What do you think? Uh, I think that he would... Well, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like it could be good. I feel like it could be good. I feel that he would kind of drive her a little crazy sometimes but ultimately 
I don't know. He's really clever, and so mm-hmm. is she. So I think that she could, she would have a lot to teach him in the terms of like trickery. Yeah, you know, uh, and and well, for sure. Yeah, and you know, he's his own person, and he's like kind of more of a a smooth talking person. And I think that actually they probably would get along really well now that I think yeah. about it. I actually think they would get along really well. Uh, no, um, I I agree. I don't know why I said no. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I I think this one would be good, especially the events in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen it, but no, yeah, totally. I, I think this is a really good pairing. I think she would have a lot of um affection for him and he would have a lot of respect for her yeah uh, oh especially solo lando yeah yeah i feel like, feel like this would be a uh, maybe not master pad one but i feel like this would be a good friendship yeah yeah in another universe oh did we get your mans we got your mans we got <gasps> admiral <Yes>! akbar <laughs> okay yes! I, hope, I hope we get a good one well, all these characters are good, so. Okay. Let's see who Let's his see. Padawan is. Crossing my fingers. <gasps> oh, this this one's kind of wholesome. <gasps> Aww, we got Akbar and Padme. We got a repeat. Which is okay. Ak- okay, you're, I... you're CEO of Admiral Akbar. Let's hear it. Okay, pause. Did they meet? Because I thought that... Padme was in the um underwater like Mon Calamari arc in the Clone mm. Wars. Yeah. And and Akbar was there as like the commander general in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I think that yeah, yeah. They've met before. Well they have met before, I think, in the Clone Wars. I just opened up your your I, I, I just <laughs> opened up Wikipedia and I learned that his first name <laughs> Is Giel or Giel or Giel? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not Admiral. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, they've met before. So like... uh, That's cool. I, I think that she would kind of treat him as like... Like a kind of a grandfather figure in a way. She'd yeah. have like the respect that she would give to like a grandfather. And he would treat her like like his granddaughter you know yeah and and he would there'd be that like respect there that kind of Mm -hmm. respect there and he would basically I think that he would let her like explain what she wants to do or like what she thinks about something and then he would like not critique her but explain it back to her and show her like what he how do I, I don't know how to explain this basically like mm-hmm. give her advice on what she wants to do or what she thinks about something mm-hmm. and but it would always be kind of like almost from a tactical standpoint like his words would be like a military tactical kind of mm-hmm. jargon <laughs> so he'd like think about it like you're on a battlefield and he'd like kind of explain it like that and uh and and she'd have to like kind of decipher what he means by that. And that'd be like kind of how they talk to each other. But his advice would be really good. Be really mm-hmm. good advice. She just has to like decipher what he means. <sighs> so yeah, I don't know. I feel, I feel like they'd have a really good rapport and 
if if she had survived the events of Revenge of the Sith and then joined the rebellion, capital R rebellion. Yes, that yes. would have been cool. <laughs> okay, we got Axel again. I uh. I, I did a little thing where if we get the name. I made a little rule where if you get the name twice, I delete it from the list. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, so we got Axel. And... Oh, boy. And K2SO. <laughs> okay, so... Axel... So K2 would be the master, right? And Axel would be the apprentice? Axel would be the master. K2 would okay. be the apprentice. Okay, so Axel has a droid friend that he's had since childhood. It's this little floating, like flying droid friend. So I think mm-hmm. Axel, he loves droids or he's like sympathetic towards droids. And so I think that he would get along very well with K2. And I, <laughs> I feel like he'd be like the kind of master who's a little bit uh, brash and just going into a situation willy-nilly and he says he has it under control but maybe he doesn't really and k2 is following him around like you know i don't know if we should do this or not like i do think this is kind of a silly like we shouldn't do this this is not good and Mm. he's just like running around and he's like following him and k2 as the pad one is always trying to like get him out of uh bad situations you know like axel ends up getting caught by the local authorities and then k2 (laughs) has to break in and like get him out like i feel like that's how that situation would go <laughs> yeah that's i feel like k2 would be it'd be a similar cassian and axel or cassian and k2 situation yes yes a similar vibe oh wow that was right on the line but we got depa yay and her padawan kanan is in here it'd be funny if we got kanan that would be that would be funny Oh, this one's good. <gasps> it's Depa and Vildar Mac in the High Republic. Uh, okay. I think... Okay, go you ahead. go ahead. You no, say something. No, no, you go ahead. She would be... They would just get along so well. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they would just be one of those master Padawans where like, when you read about them or you watch them on screen or whatever, you're just like, that's... that's it's a good pair. That's the master. That's so good. Like, well, Vildar, I haven't read the second half of the comics, but by what I've read of Vildar at the beginning, he's like this kind of grumpy, quiet himself guy. But I feel like Depa would kind of try to, if he were younger, I mm. think, and he were like this when he were young, I feel like Depa would try to bring that to light not as an issue but as something he could use as a strength mm-hmm. I feel like she's that type of teacher where she doesn't yeah. see your what would be considered a flaw a flaw she would show you how you could use it as a strength I feel mm-hmm. yeah. I only know Depa from really the the Clone Wars yeah so yeah I, I feel that you're right though mm-hmm. and it I think that also Vildar has he has a sense of humor but he mm-hmm. like keeps it kind of like quiet or like you know he'll smirk or he'll be just like <laughs> say a little say a little one-liner or be a little sarcastic but I think that him and Depa would uh be the type to like 
something will be said or something will be done they would just like kind of look at each other and like she would like do a little smirk or she'd be like look at him a certain way and he'd look at her a certain way and you know yeah. that inside they're laughing together mm-hmm. okay our next master oh i thought we were gonna get tala no we got Saint <sighs> kyrell from lost stars and his padawan oh <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was hoping to go for the name above, but his Padawan is Yoda. Thane and Yoda will be... Okay, but it's kind of like Luke Skywalker in a different font. That's true. I guess because they're both X-Wing pilots. Yes. I I feel like this could work. I feel like Thane... I don't know, Thane, former Imperial, risked it all for the cause. I feel like... I'm, oh, I keep thinking that Thane is the Padawan, but um, I don't know. What do you think? I think that every person has their own individual experiences and can bring something to the table for somebody else. So like you said, Thane has been like a former Imperial. He lived a totally different, he's lived a different life than Yoda. And so I think that it's similar, like you said, because Thane is almost like Luke Skywalker in a different font. Mm-hmm. I feel like Luke, I feel like Luke taught Yoda some things before he passed, in a sense, um, and 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 we even see that kind of in the re- in their relationship, like into the sequel trilogy, um, and so yeah, I think that I don't know that this would work very well, but if it was you know Yoda was younger and Thane was like his master or something, I do think that uh, Thane's like good heartedness, like his his kindness and mm-hmm. his I think would have a, a positive impact on Yoda and if they were in a different time period um I do think that he would he would, could learn some stuff from him you mm-hmm. know I don't know I'm trying to make it work but I do think it's true no I I definitely agree okay so our first master is Marcion Rowe or Marcion I know that there's a debate on how it's pronounced so we'll say Rowe and his Padawan, ooh, is Sir Junda. Okay, that that would not, that wouldn't work out. Um, Markan no. is an evil, evil man, and I don't even know what to say to this one. I, Markan and Sir, I feel like, are interesting because they're both interested in their history mm-hmm. so there's a whole scene where Markion goes to this planet to find it's like when seer goes to jedda when she goes to connect with the jedi and like with the path and stuff Markion kind of has a moment like that to, of to himself with his own past so maybe that in that way they'd be good they'd be able to teach each other that way i don't know there's a lot to the we can spend a lot of time on this one i think but for time's sake i'm just gonna be like <laughs> let's take it away he's also just I so what you were saying though he's also just so evil i cannot imagine him with anybody has his apprentice i feel like you would kill them <laughs> oh i took cassian off by accident okay no we're also hold on i am just 
Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I think I realized this earlier, but right now, the one, the last, I think it's the last book in phase two that I'm reading, there's a character that I just realized the connection between, and Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh! Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Marta, right? Yeah. Yeah, and now I'm thinking about, like, where that's going to go, and I'm like, oh, God yeah oh god there's like an explanation about what happens to markion's father and i was like whoa (laughs) so yeah and i hear that there's sorry i just i heard that there was um i guess like is it the tales of light and life there's like another story about marta in there Mm -hmm. so when i finish this whenever i finish this i'm it's uh, taking me forever to get through this one this one's really a lot but um once I finish this, I'll probably read, I'll probably read a Tales of Light. Well, I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just going to read all the comics in phase two and try to like finish that. But anyway. Yeah. Our next master. Oh, we got Belle. Okay. So we got Belle Zedifar as the master. Oh, oh, this is cute. This is so cute. And Mace Windu. Did we get Mace already? Oh, no, I don't know. We didn't. Okay. We got Deppa. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's probably what I was thinking. I feel like this is so good, especially because Belle is a little bit more on the emotional side. I, okay. So his, his master after Loden is Indira. I love that name, but she teaches him that it's okay to love. And, you know, it's human of them to love, like, albeit the Jedi code saying that, like, there are no attachments. So I feel like Belle teaching Mace that it's okay to love and that it's okay to be soft. Mace is definitely has a tough exterior, but Mm -hmm. I feel like how he's taught Depa and how he you know how Depa has got taught Kanan and how Kanan has taught Ezra I feel like there's definitely a softness that has been passed down mm-hmm. or like a form of tenderness and if that came from Belle that would be so sweet I think I would love th- I from love what that. I from what I've I know of Belle like I don't know very much at this point but from what I know and what I've, what I've seen through a couple things I, I yeah I can see it and I think that would be so cute mm-hmm. there's a scene where he where his like uh Kevin describes that his like bottom lip wobbles and I just thought that that was really cute and and there's a really sweet scene that he has with Stellan that I I I think about constantly, but it would be really cute. But our next master is Marin. Ooh. Oh, this is a good one too. And Bodhi from Rogue One. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Okay, yes. <laughs> this one yes. is really wholesome. Oh, uh, my heart. She would be so oh man okay yeah her heart would melt her heart would melt for Bodhi I think I think that he would 
just worm his way into her heart and she would um I feel like because when we meet Marin in Fallen Order she's a little bit more cautious and not fearful but like a little bit I don't want to say she's like harsh or anything like too harsh but I think that meeting someone like Bodhi would pull out all her best qualities and she would be able to teach him um, based on that so like she would see how like sweet he is and she would kind of resonate with that I think and she would like I don't know I think that all of Marin's best like teaching qualities that she probably possesses would come out having him as a Padawan Mm-hmm. And I feel like Bodhi would respond very well to her because she's so, I guess, direct, but also, and I think that Bodhi is a person that needs that directness. Yeah. Like, cause I think that he needs someone not to just like validate him, but also to just tell him straight because I feel like Bodhi, I wouldn't say he's an anxious, I, w- I don't want to just come out and say Bodhi's an anxious person, but I do think that he has the need to be he holds himself up to a certain yeah. level of yeah mm-hmm. he wants the truth and so i feel like she would give him the truth and he would respond very well to that yeah that's just my that's my thoughts on that <laughs> that, that those are good thoughts I, I think that i think that they would be a really good pairing i feel like this mm-hmm. is somebody needs to put us in the writer's room this yes is a, we we come to the table and we're like so we have this idea where we put all of these Star Wars characters into a name, a spinning thing, and then we pick. And then that's who we get as Master and Apprentice, and then you let us write a movie about it. Yeah. Deal? It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. So our next master is Poe, and his Padawan is Saw Guerrera. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you need to give your thoughts. <laughs> this, I just feel like what, and, okay, if it was all the way around, if it was the other way around, I feel like Poe has good intentions with a lot of things, and he, he does, like, I have no doubt, and so does Saw, right? Like, mm-hmm. Poe, with the, with defeating the Dreadnought with all of the bombers, but mm-hmm. it ends up with a lot of, you know, resistance sacrifices, so I feel like this would be better if it was the other way around, but I don't want to bend the rules. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like this would just be chaos, but good chaos yeah. for the good of the resistance and the rebellion. Yeah, and on the on the topic of um like if it was the other way around, I mean, if you count the Rebel Files book as like semi-canon or canon you know that poe did read mm-hmm. all, all his- about all about saw in that book like and so i mean who knows maybe poe is a, a that's one of his rebel heroes perhaps yeah so our next master is han solo oh my gosh him as a teacher would be crazy <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> And his Padawan <laughs> is his son, Ben Solo. Oh, that's actually so sweet. That okay, is okay. Really sweet. But this this is the way I wish it would have gone. Like, I wish that, I mean, I don't know. 
say what you will, but I think that if Ben was able to go with Han instead of going with Luke, I think things would have turned out very a lot better, I guess, mm-hmm. for everyone, perhaps. Yeah. Nobody so, would have died. Um, yes. So <laughs> I I love the idea that like Han takes Ben on adventures and he teaches him. And I think that Ben would have been a very good apprentice for his father because yeah. he he loved him so much and he wanted to be with him all the time and like fly the Millennium Falcon. And so I, I think this is what should have happened. Mm-hmm. I feel like it kind <laughs> of speaks for itself. Yeah, that's so heartwarming. I'm so mm-hmm. glad we got that one. Me too. So our next master is the Mandalorian, Din Djarin. Ooh. And his Padawan is Finn from ah. the sequels. I have to think about That's... this one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what sweet elements would be would come from that. I think that Finn would be a very good apprentice to din i think he'd be really good at i I don't know i think he'd be a really good listener Mm -hmm. and he would respect him and he would feel like i don't know what do you think what are your thoughts on that i think it would be okay i keep thinking more so about the aspect of loyalty Mm -hmm. considering that din really really um, really, you know, he's a loyal guy, especially to the creed. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we have Finn, who defected from the from the mm-hmm. first order. So I feel like that would be a way for Din to learn from Finn, because we've had that oh, conversation yeah. at the beginning where it was with the you know you learn both ways. Mm-hmm. But I think that it there would be a lot of mutual respect mm-hmm. because of that, I think, especially, and I feel like it would open Din's eyes a little bit. Yeah. In the aspect of loyalty, especially like at the end of season two, was it where Luke comes and yeah. Din takes off his helmet and breaks the creed. So I don't know. Yes. We'll see. One can't really take off the helmet because of the creed and one is dying to take off the helmet because he yeah. wants to fight for a better cause so i feel like this this is a good pairing yeah yeah okay our so next cute. master yeah <laughs> our next master is asage oh my gosh ooh and her Padawan <gasps> is Basso <laughs> from Andor. Um, he wouldn't have it with her. He, he, yeah. He'd be like, "I'm done." <laughs> but he's also like so respectful towards powerful women. Yeah, that's true. And what we know of Asajj as she like changed throughout the the series and stuff, like. She does have a heart and she does have a soft spot. And mm-hmm. 
I think someone as kind-hearted but also like steadfast as Brasso she would come to respect like she would respect him in a sense like I think she would yeah see how he is and she would you know she could like a nod of respect to that you know yeah I I feel like the soft spot is also really proven in Dark Disciple with mm-hmm. Quinlan. And, yeah, and in um one of the, what is it called? I'm trying to think of the name. I'm looking at my books. The Tales, the Stories of the Jedi and the Sith. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a story where she spares the life of a of a clone trooper. And mm-hmm. um Isn't yeah, that written so I, by uh, Delilah S. Dawson? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that one. Me too. Well, I, I don't know the story, but I love Delilah it's, Dawson. <laughs> it's really sh- it's really short. So like if you ever get the chance to read it, you should because it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. So for our master and apprentice, I was spinning the wheel while we were talking, but for the master we got Anakin and for the Padawan we got Cassian. Oh my god. We got the variety actors on actors pairing. We did. We did. It was meant to be. It was fate. Uh so if we have Anakin as like okay, back up. Yeah. First thoughts, Anakin and Cassian. What era do you see them both in like when you think about them as like master and padawan? Oh boy. <laughs> well, maybe somewhere like way before like let's say Anakin was Obi-Wan's age I guess but way before you know Revenge of the Sith I feel like this could be a pairing that thrived Mm -hmm. I don't know I I feel like Anakin in another time I was thinking about this last night and I was kind of giggling about it but Anakin is so I was born in the wrong generation (laughs) And I think that that's true. I think that any other generation of Jedi, he would have thrived. And I think that that's, you know, all Sheev's fault. Yeah. Wow, I'm on a first name basis. I <laughs> Palpatine's fault. I think that he really poisoned Anakin's mind. And I feel uh-huh. as if Anakin would have thrived in the Jedi environment if he didn't have somebody you know basically talking in his ear all the time yeah about you know like things that could happen and the prophecy and yeah I don't know I I think that Cassian is also I was also thinking about this last night but Cassian is so He's almost like a sponge in a mm-hmm. way. And I'll describe what I mean. The people in Cassian's life, like the mentors in Cassian's life, if we talk about Draven and Luthen specifically, aren't exactly what his father was. So mm-hmm. the minute that we got with his father when Cassian was putting his hand on the brick, you saw that his father was patient and obviously very loving with Cassian and I think that the two other mentors 
that Cassian experienced were the opposite and cared more about the cause rather than they cared about Cassian. Mm -hmm. So I think that Anakin would be similar to Cassian's father Mm -hmm. in the case where he would care more about how Cassian feels and how he could succeed Anakin when he becomes his own Jedi Knight or Master or because I think that that's the purpose of a Master and Padawan relationship within the Jedi Order is that the Master teaches the Padawan to succeed the Master so Mm -hmm. I think that Anakin would find these flaws in himself and ensure that Cassian wouldn't make you know the same mistakes that he would make or something like that I don't know yeah I I I get what you're saying and I agree and Mm -hmm. I think that I think that Anakin would treat Cassian the way that he wants to he himself wants to be treated and I think that Anakin shows that with Ahsoka in some in some ways too yeah so I think that I think that Anakin would be more emotional and and aware of Cassian's feelings just like he was aware of Ahsoka's feelings and I do Mm -hmm. think that that's also because Obi-Wan was a little bit like that with Anakin Mm -hmm. um and so I think that that would be passed down and I think that Cassian would respond very well to that Mm -hmm. and he would uh and like you said he's like a sponge so I think that he would pick up a lot of Anakin's I don't want to say he would like mirror his personality or anything or his character traits, but I do think that he would pick up on a lot of his skills and then try to perfect them in his own way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just like how, just like how Trilla like says in Fallen Order that she's like perfected everything that Seer ever taught her. Yeah. Surpassed her. Yeah. But in a more wholesome way. (laughs) Yeah. In the less imperial affected way. Yes. For our next master, we got Mon, and then for her Padawan, we got Kanan, and they've met before. This is a duo that's met before. We got Mon and Kanan? Yeah. Sweet. Okay, well, then we have to think, like, who was, like, so Kanan's master was Depa, and I feel like Depa and Mon have a little bit of a similar... I don't know what the word is. They're similar in some ways, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's, I think that that combination would work, would work very well. I feel like if Kanan was younger, it would work well. But I feel, well, I, I don't know. You you go. No, I, I, I was literally just thinking about it a little bit more. And because how we've seen, or what we've seen of Mon with her own daughter, I yeah. think that Kanan would like try to learn from her, but I don't think that he would be, I'm sorry to say, I don't think that he would be her first priority. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is no shade to Mon. I love Mon, but I think she is more focused on what she's doing. And I think that she would be in danger of maybe neglecting him a little that's so harsh of me but I do feel like it's true it's not harsh it's the truth she's a busy woman (laughs) she is for our next master we got Chirrut I really hope I'm not gonna say the name I'm hoping for because I hope we get it 
it wasn't the name. It was Bix. Chirrut and Bix. <gasps> which is really cute. <laughs> I... Uh, I... Okay, Chirrut and Bix post Bix's torturing, but also pre. Because I think that this would be a good pairing. But post torturing Bix and Chirrut, I feel like would be almost the perfect pairing specifically because Bix, you know, after the events of episode 12 is obviously, I don't want to say messed up, that's so mean, is obviously but not. She, she's She's been traumatized. Yeah, Bix has been traumatized. And I think that Chirrut would be the perfect teacher to help her you know escape that maybe not escape but process it yeah process I think that Chirrut would be a good teacher to help her process all of that especially because of how much he preaches peace I think and how peace comes from within especially with the statement when he says like i'm one with the force and the force is with me Mm -hmm. but i feel like he would be really patient with her but also encouraging like he wouldn't let her fall off track i think Mm -hmm. i think that it would be i don't know what do you think yeah, I think that he would give her the tools to um, process and deal with what she's um, gone through. Not even like just, the, I mean, the torturing, but also like the loss of um, the loss she experienced, the heartbreak she's experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he would give her the tools to deal with it. And like you said, he wouldn't just like check out after that. I think that he would like make sure that he would just be constantly checking or not constantly, but he'd be checking in on her. And I think he already kind of has that sense of how someone's doing. So he would, uh, he would pick up on how she's doing very easily. And I think she would have a lot of respect for him and a lot of fondness for him. And she would like be warm to him because of how kind and patient he is. Mm-hmm. And if, and if Baze is around as like his best friend, like, Oh, you know, that all the three of them would just like, do so well together yeah it'd be like her uncle her uncles (laughs) yeah she'd she'd get along really well with the rogue one crew yeah so our next master is stellan gias and his padawan Ooh, is stellan gias (laughs) let me let me do that again another spin stellan is his own master oh i'm crossing my fingers for someone in particular oh is that who you were hoping who okay. were you hoping for i was i was hoping for cal because i thought that'd be cute but that would be this cute. is so but this is cute okay so it's it's gela i think natty natty and uh, so stellan as yeah. the master and gela as the okay so okay i don't know gela. okay you tell you tell me about stellan because stellan's okay. the master right so you tell us about stellan okay well everybody <laughs> i <laughs> I've never fallen in love with the character this quickly. That's a lie. It's not a lie. It's a half truth. Okay, so Stellan, everybody misunderstands him. 
I there's I love him, but everybody misunderstands Stellan. So Stellan is very direct and tells mm-hmm. it how it is, and is like always confused for being not confused, always misunderstood for being rude to the point mm-hmm. where somebody is like, he is so rude. I'm so glad that not all of the Jedi are like that. And the events of Rising Storm, the Rising Storm, I think. I personally think the Jedi would not have succeeded without the presence of Stellan. So Stellan mm-hmm. at one point was literally like, I wish Avar were here. I think that like we would have suffered way less. But Stellan doesn't realize that without his presence there, the Jedi would not have won. Period. Mm-hmm. So not okay, not me going off on a tangent, but Stellan as a master. There's a scene with Bell where he like beelines Bell. And he's like, come with me. So Bell and Stellan go. This is how we don't get a lot of Vernestra and Stellan, but we get this like peek into how Stellan is as a master here. Mm-hmm. But Stellan is like, because he tells it how it is and because he's direct, Stellan literally pulled Bellin Bellin <laughs> Bellin literally pulls Bell out of the rut that he feels the understandable rut that he feels with Loden and yeah. he's like I won't say so much where it spoils it but but Stellan as a master is also so passionate about teaching and so passionate about his student learning that he feels like it like this was his call. I I should not have been gotten Stellan because now I'm going off on this massive <laughs> tangent. No, it's good, it's good. But um I don't think that Stellan I feel badly saying this because I know people won't agree with me, but I personally think that Stellan is the ideal Jedi. Mm -hmm. And I think that Stellan I don't know. I I think I think it's proven that Stellan is an amazing master, so I think that whoever he took on as his Padawan would get along with him in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. TBLR. Because he's so passionate uh, about teaching. Yeah. Yeah. And so for for Gela. Um, she, so when you, when we know her in, uh, phase two, she's kind of like, she's still an apprentice and she's still learning her way. And she be, there's a lot of other Jedi masters that have input into her, Mm -hmm. um, life because there's, she's going through like these missions and she comes into contact with a lot of different people, a lot of different Jedi masters. Mm Mm-hmm. And they pair up with her for different um, missions and and parts of missions. But she also, and so she's trying to kind of find her place and figure out like who she should be as a Jedi. And so she's not questioning her place as a Jedi, but she's questioning, or she's not questioning if she should be a Jedi, but she's questioning like, what kind of Jedi will I be? And what kind of Jedi should I be? 
that and there's different characters who come into contact with her that help her form her like who she should be go ahead nothing there's just an entire there's an entire scene in a test of courage where Vanestra has former pat it's like the first mission she has by herself on uh as a jedi knight and Mm -hmm. it's almost she says almost exactly that how she has no idea who she should be as a jedi and she doesn't understand how Stellan felt that she was ready for this so i feel like already this would be a good pairing but continue what you were going to say sorry well yeah no it's okay no i'm glad for that input because um she's faced with a lot of choices she's put in a really uh kind of a difficult situation between two warring planets and she's trying to like be that gap the like bridge the gap between them and she's not even a master herself she's kind of put into this position of of uh facilitating protecting and also facilitating peace and she's being constantly um her I don't want to say her methods are being tested, but she and Axel are together. Like they're her and Axel Greylark, um, and as we've spoken about him earlier, um, they uh they kind of clash a little bit, but they teach each other a lot and they learn a lot from each other, and they do have like feelings for each other. So mm. I think that also in that respect of like dealing with how you feel for another person is um. I don't know, applicable for like having Selen as a master as well. I feel like he could impart some wisdom to Gela in that way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they'd really be, like you said, already, I feel like they'd be really good together. And she decides that she wants to be like a way seeker, which is um, a Jedi yeah. that kind of operates outside of like mm-hmm. the, uh, like the purview of the council. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so, I think that he would help her come to that realization. Yeah. I, I, you know, this wasn't exactly Master Padawan, but, you know, Elzar and Stellan are best friends and Elzar has this vision at the end of Light of the Jedi that shows, you know, a massacre and it kind of leads him off of his normal path and he doesn't tell anybody but at the end of the rising storm or at like the end of the climax, he tells Stellan and there's a, I highlighted it, but Stellan stays quiet. It's like, it describes it. It's like Stellan stays quiet and awaits Elzar to answer himself or something. And like Stellan let Elzar figure it out before telling him because I think that Mm -hmm. we like I think that this moment was for Elzar like saying it out loud and processing it and and you know confiding in somebody was enough to help him find the answer and I just think that like Stellan staying quiet in that moment made me think that not everything or not everybody has to like a learning moment could be a moment of silence from somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, I don't know, I, I, I loved that little aspect. But anyways. Okay, so we're down to 20 names. So we're nearing kind of the end of this little game that we've yes. created.
Okay, so we got Maddie from the High Republic. I'm turning off the music. It's so annoying. Okay, so we got Maddie from the High Republic as the master. And then has her Padawan. Oh, wait, no. She was already... I should have removed that. Um, And then as her Padawan... We have Skeen. Um... <laughs> Okay, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. I don't know. <clears throat> we've we're we've reached a slump. I think that he would not be a very good. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he would be a very good Padawan for her, especially because she's so struggle. full of she's so full of life and joy, yeah. whimsicalness. I, I I don't I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I'm sorry. Neither. <laughs> we can move on to the next one. Then let the audience decide. So our master is Ezra Bredger, and his Padawan is Boda Akuna. <laughs> um. Okay, so I feel like this. Wait, like this. This could make sense considering that Ezra was leaning into the dark side. Okay. And the events of Rebels and Bode also had to. I wouldn't say he was leaning into the dark side, but I would say that he was just going down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this would be a great pairing considering both of those instances, but I feel like if it was during the Jedi Order and we bended the rules, and we bent the rules, Bode would be a good master to Ezra. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was going to say if this was reversed, it would work a little bit better. Uh, but if, you know, they both have gone or leaned into or almost gone down the wrong path. So I think that one or the other could empathize and, and, uh, maybe impart wisdom to each other about how they dealt with that because we know Bode struggled with it. And if he had a chance to like actually truly resist it, um, then, I think he wouldn't have gone the way he did. And I honestly, I wonder if Bode would have even turned to the dark side in that way or turned down the wrong path if he wasn't, if his child wasn't threatened. Um, And he wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if he would have even gone that way if he didn't have something to risk his heart, his like heart for, you know what I'm saying? Or his, his um, conscience for, I guess. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I also feel like fun. their sense of humor would just be perfect together. Oh, it would. They would have a great time. <laughs> so next up we have Jin Urso and Maz Kanata. Okay. So this pair knows each other, apparently. They, they do. Yeah. So I think I think for just fun, because we're reaching the end anyways, I think that Maz would be an excellent master to Jin. Yeah. I just think that it would especially because in Rebel Rising, Jin went to Tokodana and you know, there's obviously not much besides that, but I do think that there was a relationship that was formed. And I've always sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Say it. I've always loved the force sensitive Jin Arso trope or headcanon. Yeah. And I think Maz, is she, is she force sensitive? 
I don't, I don't know. Perhaps. But I feel yeah. like with how old she is, I think that she's connected. Well, everything's connected to the force. But I think that she does have a sensitivity. I wouldn't be surprised. And so, mm-hmm. and she definitely has the wisdom of the ages. So I think, like you said, she would be a good master to Jin. And I think she's lived a life, I don't want to say similar to Jin, but she's on the fringes like Jin is yeah. in the galaxy. And so not just, I feel like she could, she has the right vocabulary. I don't know how you would describe it, but she has the right experiences that Jin could resonate with. And she could explain things to Jin in a way that Jin would resonate with and understand because they've lived in the same sort of, I don't know, you know what I mean? I do. They live on that, those fringes together. So, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. They're perfect. I love them. They are. 10 out of 10 <laughs> pairing. Even though we broke the rules. Okay, we have Barbie. Just kidding. Avar. <laughs> Avar Chris. Ooh, I, I hope we get somebody. <laughs> Okay, I I like this. It's not who I was hoping for. I was also hoping it would be Cal, but we got Nemec. Ooh. And I'm trying to think. When I said that Stellan is the most ideal Jedi, I meant that, but I also think that Avar surpasses that massively. Okay, I think okay. That, I think that Avar is the avar is so okay so avar hears the the force as a song and i think that that would have a massive impact on how okay not a massive impact i feel like that really resonates with how nemec uses words to fight oppression and how avar uses music or a song to feel the force or that's how she feels the force so I just feel like this is a perfect pairing and I think that they would be they would be the best of friends I think yeah I don't have much to say other than that but well if to me if we put Nemec in a Jedi or force sensitive role it reminds me of how the, oh man, their name has suddenly escaped me, but how the natives of Jeddah in Survivor uh, highly esteemed the words of the past and anything to do with the force and they mm-hmm. would like archive it. And so for kind of leaning into how Nemec uses words, I feel like Nemec would be someone who drew inspiration from all of the like archival texts and and how other um other species and peoples interpret the force and he would also like you were saying i think he'd be really inspired by how avar feels and experiences and hears the force and so yeah like you said they'd be perfect Mm -hmm. so our next master is ray skywalker we don't have a lot left on this list we have 10 names left so let's see
and Obi-Wan. <laughs> okay, so I think that Obi-Wan to Ray. What do you think? What do you think about that? Oh. I almost want to switch him. Okay. Switch him. But because I do think that I feel like Ray is she's not Anakin in another font. I'm not saying that, but I do think that Obi-Wan would have she does have a some... similar ex- he would have yeah. a similar experience with her and I do think she'd be very uh open to his teachings and she would look up to him a lot um and we haven't really seen Ray in a master situation like at, like in a teaching situation so I can't really oh, speak on we had we had her with Luke which... that's true oh what I mean is like her it being a master like a oh, situation her... where she okay. yes so I can't really speak on it or imagine it very well but I do think that all the masters that she's had and all the people who have had input in her life, if she emulates them at all, I do think if she was a master, the master of Obi-Wan, then she, I feel like she'd be almost similar. She would become almost similar to Qui-Gon. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. That, that makes complete sense. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I rolled while you were, you were speaking because I didn't have much to say on them, but we got Bail and Melshi. So we got Bail, Organa, and Melshi. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't know much about Bail aside from what we've seen in the Clone Wars and Rogue One and a little bit of the Princess of Alderaan. But um, they're both very passionate about the cause. Melshi eventually. I feel like this uh, wouldn't even be like a master Padawan thing, but just like a like a rebellion. Like Melshi kind of looks up to Bail in a way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that the way that Bail would explain the cause to him and the rebellion to him, or just anything, like anything that he was passionate about, um, I think that Melshi would kind of soak that up. I think he would be really good at listening to that and understanding it. And I think that he would respond very well to whatever Bill told him or was telling him. Um, in a, I just think Melshi is a, is a thinker, and so I think that he would he would want to hear what Bill says. Like he'd be a listener. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I I think that Bill is also the opposite of somebody like Kino. Yeah. And I think that like Kino and Melshi obviously butted heads a lot. But having a teacher or somebody look to look up to like Bail would be a refreshing feeling for Melshi. Yeah. So next we have Cal Kestis and <sighs> Tala Durith from Obi-Wan. Aww. You never hear her name much nowadays. It makes me I'm, sad. I'm so glad you put her in this list. Me too. I think that this one would be good, especially considering the path and Seer and the events of Jedi Survivor and the events of Obi-Wan. I think it would be perfect. I feel like there's not much to say about it because they're so connected somehow already. 
Yeah, if they like work together in on the path, I think that uh, he would be able to to really explain to her like the plight of the Jedi, and she would, yeah, um, yeah, and, and she would really resonate with that. She'd be thankful that he was so willing to share so much about the people that she helps mm-hmm. through the path. I think that it would mean a lot to her. And also they both have they both have droid companions. So <laughs> Okay, so we got Luke and Wreath. Okay. I feel like they're they're kind of I don't want to say similar. I won't say similar, but I think that Wreath Wreath is so Wreath at the beginning of Into the Dark is so comfortable with where he is. He's not willing. He's not really looking for change. And I feel like Luke is at the beginning of A New Hope is looking for change. So I think that Luke would be a good teacher to show Reef, like it's okay to accept this and it's okay because you'll learn so I think in that aspect, yes. Though I feel like maybe a little bit of an older Luke. Not so much the last Jedi Luke, but... Maybe the Mandalorian. Yes, the Mandalorian Luke. I feel like that would be a good... Wreath would do good in his school, I think. Yeah. He would, ha- he would be able to stay in place. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the last name... Okay, so we have Jar Jar. We have, okay, two I'm, names. we have two names left. I'm crossing my fingers. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Please. Yes! Yes! <laughs> we have Jar Jar and Cyril Clarn. <laughs> they would kill each other. Oh my gosh. I, I, I don't know. I feel like one would break the other. It would just... <laughs> one would, like... Cyril would either loosen up or Jar Jar would like be so stressed out and just run away (laughs) Cyril would do a thing where he would like send Jar Jar on a mission somewhere and then he would stay put stay put and then Cyril would leave forever and he would never return and Jar Jar would never be able to find him again (laughs) yeah (laughs) so we had one name left and it was Leia. So who would you give who, who what master would you give Leia? Ooh, master. Um Do you want me to put the names up again? If you want. That's up yeah. to, that's up to you. I'm just thinking if you think of one go ahead and, and go ahead and say it while I'm thinking um trying to pick like a a Jedi from before the Empire I was also looking at that too I kind of want to pick a female Jedi, but you should. 
Oh, I have one. I have one. Yaddle. Oh, that would be a good one. Yaddle and and Leia. I I think she'd have, they just have a great time together. And I think Leia would thrive under Yaddle, like as a, or over, (laughs) because she's taller. (laughs) But she, (laughs) she would, she would definitely thrive with her as her master because Yaddle is like, yeah, she, I'm sorry, I don't have much to say other than they would be great, but I can just envision it. I could see it too. I was thinking of somebody after the the fall of the oh, Republic, but I love the idea of Cal teaching Leia Cal Kestis. <gasps> yes, I, yes. I think that it would be really sweet. I think that he would he would help her learn so much. Yeah, and I think he would see some of himself in her, but as an older Cal, like as he would like meet her he would be like, ah, oh, she reminds me of me a little bit. And then mm-hmm. he could like, he could empath- uh, like resonate and empathize with her and kind of like, not like, I think he would bring out her best qualities and temper her in the best way. Like, yeah. Forge her into the best version of herself or help yeah. her ver- forge herself into the best version of herself. Yeah. I also feel I lo- like- I love that. Me too. I also feel like Cal's realization- about the Jedi Order and like the the way uh in Jedi Survivor was a really big growing point for him that he could still have certain aspects of that and still be a Jedi and still be a, a good Jedi. And I mm-hmm. think that that would be something that he would teach Leia as well. He yeah. wouldn't be so forceful on her as he was on himself. Yeah. Yeah. So I love it. I love that. That's a, that's a beautiful note to end on. That was good. I love talking about masters and Padawans and, and me too. how they, they teach each other. And then the echoes of their teachings echo down through the generations, you know? Yeah. I also love when it's like a healthy relationship, like there's a mutual respect Mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful relationship and it sometimes saddens me that you know they have the whole no attachments thing there's a hug scene between skier and keeve and he's like this is not the jedi way and she's like i don't care and he's like me neither <laughs> <laughs> and i i wish that like a hug is not the jedi way like physical affection is so important are you gonna say something yeah well I was gonna say that just so reminds me of the hug between uh Kanan and Ezra yeah there were so many hugs between them like in the in the caves or in the tunnels underneath the ground on um oh my gosh the name is like leaving me of the planet they had their base on chopper base but that moment just like that like I love it when they have that closeness, you know. Yeah. It's it's so special. A, a hug is a thousand words. Mm-hmm. So it is. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all for this week. We hope you guys enjoyed this game as much as we did. Yeah, that was so nice. I feel that so relaxed nice. and happy. Me too. I had a cup of coffee with it and yeah, chilled. I'm still in pajamas. 
Same. same. Setting the scene sh- for the audience. <laughs> the snow is falling outside. I have we've had our first snow here where I am. So yeah. It was it was raining this morning. So yeah. it's just pure vibes. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Lynn's, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at a cosmic love on Twitter and at Rebel Risen on Instagram. And where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Enderisms. And you can find our pod over at Stardust Records without the O and Records on Instagram and Twitter. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Stardust Records. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>